kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. What's good? What up? What up, people? This is episode 278. 278. Yes. 278 of the most consistent podcast in the year. Here we go. Give me a hell yeah. You know, sense. This is your boy, Buzz B. And over here, it's your boy, JC. No, no The earth was shaking. Did you yeah, feel that shit? Rock me like a fucking baby. I felt violated. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, for me, I was working out. I was literally doing my, like, yoga shit and all that. I was stretching, and all of a sudden, it just felt like it, it just shook. I was like, oh, 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 I felt that. And I went back to stretching. It only lasted, like, a good, probably, like, five, six, sec- six seconds nah, where I was lasted, at. It lasted ten seconds for me because it was a, a multitude of things that happened at work. And then, all of a sudden, it just led to my chair shaking. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh. All right. And then, surprisingly, I was the only one in the area that felt it. But I'm like, I, that was an earthquake. I know. And then that's when I knew everybody else were coming in like, earthquake, earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah, that's, that's everyone's first response. They go on Twitter and tweet out, earthquake. Like, all right. <laughs> Our soccer pe- team out here, the earthquakes, they were, so, <laughs> they were funny as hell. They tweeted out, hello. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Give the social media manager a raise. <laughs> For real. Just so simple. Just, hello. How was your weekend? It was chill. Saw that movie Black Adam. Yep, I'm going to see that this week. It was exactly what you think it is. Oh, I believe it. You know, The Rock as a superhero. And that's it. Like, I don't ask for nothing more. Like, it made like $67 million at the box office, making it Rock's first, like, as a lead, as the lead role. This is his biggest opening, like, ever. Nice. In a leading role, which is kind of shocking. So it's like the biggest since Aquaman and shit like that. And. Made a whole lot of money. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to The Rock. And he campaigned the fuck out of that shit. Because the critics were shitting on it. But he got the audience score up to 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sus, he's the people's champion for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shout out to The Rock. My weekend was cool. Uh, went up to my grandparents. It's my grandma's birthday. Oh, that's what's up. So, Food in abundance. Nice. And there's more food in abundance when there's leftovers on Sunday. Oh, those are the best ones. Yep. Shit. Uh, Want to get to sports now? No, a lot of shit happened. I know a lot of shit happened. No, you can suffer. All right, I'm, I'm not <laughs> suffering. I'm just asking you a question. We're both. Well, you're not suffering. I'm not suffering. So, eh, whatever. Well, so, you felt the type of way. Annoyance, but then no, that's suffering. That's that, not that, ain't, suffering. that ain't anything. Anything no. that doesn't have doesn't. No, no, have... no, no. Okay, okay. Let's put it this. I didn't. I wasn't annoyed. I was like, nope. It was. Like, I just. I, I felt like I was in the Jordan Peele movie. After something happened, I was like, nope. Yeah, and then we went right back to work. Like, no. Right. So, you won't break my soul. No, get your own song. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a quintessential song. Nah, you get your own song. You're still in contention for the playoffs. What are you talking about? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway, Kanye West, bring your ass. <laughs> just when we said we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> Did you press the button? No, not yet. Hang on. Oh. You can't go into jail. 
Uh, I think he can. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? See that mother. Somebody did this. Yeah. We said we weren't going to talk about it, but just more shit keeps coming out. So this is what happens when keeping it real goes wrong. These are the consequences for your actions. So, since Kanye said all the stuff about all good Jewish people, this is what happened. You got the things ready? Mm, all right. First off, uh, Balenciaga cut ties. Let's go. Rapid pace. Vogue and Ann Whitner cut ties. Got dropped by his talent agency, CAA. Got dropped by his lawyer. His streams and sales and airplay went down. Got restricted from Instagram and Twitter. Stadium shows got canceled. Got a documentary that got shelved. And here's the kicker, which just dropped today. Adidas cut ties with him. He is no longer a billionaire. Which is what he wanted. He, this is what all this started. I was thinking about this shit. All of this shit started when he had issues with Adidas and Gap. He wanted out of that contract. And he did everything. He, he talked shit about the CEO. He went on Twitter to talk shit about them. He did the ABC shit. And then all of a sudden, he showed up in Paris with a White Lives Matter shit and went scorched earth. And now he got dropped from all his contracts, which is what he wanted. Yeah, too bad it's for the wrong reason. No, it's like, for it, the... You know, he, I understand doing some things to get dropped, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But... Sometimes that shit just don't make no sense to like, okay, so now, what do you call being anti-Semitic genius? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't even say, it's, oh, that's genius to do. It's not you know genius. What I mean? That was just, that's just crazy. That's what it is. It's nuts. In his own warped mind, he's thinking this shit. And I feel he's going to shut up now. Because this is what, he, every time he gets what he wants out of people, he disappears. That's what he does. Like when he, he'll go crazy, drop his music or his merchandise, and then he'll shut up. This is what I feel is gonna happen. He's gonna shut up now, or I could be wrong. He could he could make it worse, but it ugh, whatever. It is what it is. And now everyone's all coming out saying, oh, every, everyone's all coming out saying, oh, he's gonna he's what's it called? Black folks should have did this to begin with. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, there's no such thing as being canceled. They said, yeah, he's no longer a billionaire, but he's still worth over $250 million. That's still a lot more money than I don't have. So, he'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, it's all about perspective, though. That, too. You know, yeah, he's got a lot more money, sure. Uh-huh. It's a lot less money than he had to start off with, and it was almost half that got cut. Literally. So, like it, yeah, he has it, and in comparison to everybody else, sure. But some people can get canceled. You know what it's called? What? Murder. <laughs> yeah. It's called, you know what else they call it? Career suicide. That literally. So some just because social media don't cancel you doesn't mean that we haven't seen people get canceled. Oh before. my god! Yeah, this this is just this is. I told you like this is bad. Them Jewish folks don't play, man. And then it got even worse over this weekend in L.A. Them neo-Nazi motherfuckers had signs out there. I think this is what caused it. When them neo-Nazis had a sign that said Kanye was right about the Jewish people, that's when everybody was like, nope, 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 and they just cut ties. No. Aaron Donald and Jillian, uh, and who else? Uh, Jillian Brown and Aaron Donald. Brown. Jalen Brown, they dropped out of Donda Sports. Foot Locker got told to pull all the Yeezy shoes off the shelf. It's just, it, it, it's done. Kanye did what he said he wanted to do. He went scorched earth, and this is what happens. You think he bounces back from this? 
I don't care. I, I genuinely don't care. Mm. He, it's it's just disgusting what he chose to do and how he went about it. So I don't care. Really, I really was, don't care about anything really Kanye related. You don't, know? I don't blame you. Trust me. I was listening to Kendrick's Mortal Man and Savior, and they kind of go they're like the yin and yang of each other, or they're both pretty much the same. It's like when shit is the fan, are you still a fan? And but at the same day, they, at the same time, they are not your savior. Yeah, <laughs> and it's different when you you cause the shit to hit the fan. Yes, it'll be one thing if other shit happened. You like when when it comes to like Michael Jackson, when all the allegations came out and shit, and he was just like the depressed and shit. He had all that shit. That's one thing, but when you caused it yourself, and then you try to play victim, ugh, dirty world, man. Anyway. I don't know. Prayers up. Kendrick Lamar, round of applause. It has been exactly 10 years. It's been 10 years since Good Kid Mad City. Yep. And on that same day, that's when he performed down in Paris for the Big Steppers tour at the same time, which was, that was a good job. I mean, I watched it on Amazon Prime and it was literally the whole show. They showed Baby Keem's opening act and the other dude's opening act and Kendrick at the same time and shit, that was fucking fire but uh, you know, how, when you reminisce on Good Kid Mad City what do you, how do you feel about it same way I felt after my first listen mm-hmm. it's an instant classic and I remember people that were fighting it <laughs> I mean it sounds good but let's just wait and see what what was it supposed to get trash what kind of shit is that like, is, the, is, the, is the album supposed to get trash like later on down the line is it gonna be outdated and shit yeah I just remember people trying to make it at it's very best oh this is a west coast classic Oh, yeah, I remember niggas saying that shit. It's a West Coast classic. I remember I was looking at reviews that I would, I would praise literally the entire album, and then at the final rating, it would be a four and a half out of five. Yep. They didn't want, They were too scared to give it a perfect score. It's literally a perfect album. Oh, yeah, and, I, and also, um, it, I guess Rolling Stone, one of, not Rolling Stone, they, it was the number one best concept album of all Rolling time. Stone. I'm like, really? It was Rolling Stone. It was Rolling Stone? Yeah. You really consider it one of the, I, I'm one of the best concept albums, but number one. Eh. I'm telling you, I don't pay attention to Rolling Stone. Me so. neither, but man, there's other concept albums that were really good. Like what's this, the um, the Roots album, Done, Undone, Undone. That was good. Um, I feel like there's other concept albums that are out there, but yeah, that was great. And see what else was going on. And when it when it goes to music. Aubrey, <laughs> Aubrey Drake Graham, happy birthday, by the way. Like he turned 36. Round of applause for that young man. And he announced, he showed the Jimmy Crooks, the Jimmy Crooks um, video with him and 21 Savage. But then in the middle of the video, they announced that him and 21 Savage are going to drop a collab album. I, I was right, people. Or you guys were right. Darby Angels and the Oh streets. my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! It's called her loss. I was right too. How are you? Oh yeah, both of us were right. Hey, round of applause for both of us. What did you predict? I said the album's coming out on the 28th. I didn't predict it, but that's what the streets were saying. Oh, I'm not talking about that. Oh, uh, what did you... I'm talking about when I said his new deal, he's going to drop it. Oh, yeah, whenever he wants, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be exactly whenever he wants to do. I called this from when he dropped... Uh, 
Honestly, never mind. Mm-hmm. So, no, he signed a new deal, and he basically put the label in a 360. That means in any given quarter, he can drop, and there's nothing they can do about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly just, what, what's going on. A report came out from Hits Daily Double saying that was a, that was more of a surprise for the public than us. Like, they found out the same time we found out. And right. I was just like... I, that's exactly how I said it was going to go down. They there's All they can do is push the buttons and promote it. Yeah. It's dropping. Yeah, pretty much on this Friday, on the 28th, there's a lot of music that's dropping. Division is dropping. He's dropping the same day as his own artist, which I thought was fucked up. But mm, the way the real life's been going, I don't blame him. I want to drop too. <laughs> Division. Yeah. Mm, what are you going? Eh. Because the second song was wonderful, the one that features Jagged Edge. Oh, mm. I think the first song kind of scared people off a bit. Yeah, but the second one definitely brought them back. Mm, okay. But again, Division's not really the the name out there mm-hmm. so i get it but now nah, that second song was yeah mm-hmm. they actually should have kept that one they shouldn't have released that you, one yet you think it should have been a first single no they shouldn't have released it at all mm-hmm. i mean i get it because it's the the concept behind the videos they're all tied together so yeah. i understand it however if there was a way that they could have hid that till release date mm-hmm. that would have been the one to bring everybody's ears to that album mm. eh. let's see that happened Westside like guns dropping his DJ drama album and shit like that, which is wow. Yeah, let's not talk about what's coming. Let's talk about what's dropped already. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've no been waiting, baby. Oh, I'm not focused on on Jeezy. I'm not focused on Snoop, and I'm not focused on NBA YoungBoy right now. Who you focused I'm focused on? on DJ Drama. Round of applause for that young man. Oh, we, we not, yeah, we're not talking about them right now. Yeah. We're talking about drama. I remember when we remember when DJ Khaled came out and we were saying like, it'd be nice if we get a Gangsta Grills album or a Gangsta Grills mixtape. That'll be nice. You're welcome, people. Every every time we say something on this podcast, it always manifested into something. But I didn't think it was gonna be like this. God damn. <laughs> so in a span of and, you, and technically we haven't gotten a Gangsta Grills album yet. Hmm. You said a Gangsta Grills album. That's, I said dra- that's, that's drama. DJ Drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about when he when it's just him. Oh, just him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gangsta Grizzles. Because he has those and he's got those, but these are the artists. However, I'm focused on drama because it just seemed like they he's just knocking them out left and right. It's literally, I thought Simba's debut was already top notch, and it's like, oh, it's a Gangsta Grills. Uh huh. Okay. Started off the year, Dreamville popped off, and it was, oh, this is a Gangsta Grills. Mm-hmm. And then you get three for one. Yeah. In a span of 24 hours. Literally. Snoop Dogg, NBA Youngboy, and Jeezy. Back to back to back on the same day. Or two days, like 24 hours apart. And then now you're telling me coming soon is going to be West Side Gun? Nigga, what? Yeah, he said he's not done. He said he got probably two more. Woo-hoo! And then he has his own Gangsta Grills. That's what I'm saying. He is dropping Gangsta Grills. That's fucking... Man. <laughs> R.I.P. to live mixtapes and that piff. <laughs> you guys are like a non-factor now. Yeah, and these joints are mixtapes. Mm-hmm. This, If you want to know what a mixtape is, don't focus on that streaming shit where it is or whatever. This is a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Hey, he got a Grammy off the Gangsta Grills for a fucking for Tyler the Creator. Right. <laughs> so, well, you, call, you call that a mixtape or an album? That's a mixtape. The sorry for your. Now you can say, oh, they made the album. It's an album. They did the whole feel, but that feeling is a mixtape. It doesn't matter what. Like he's talking throughout the entire album. But it's not just. So that's the thing. Motherfuckers could. Yeah. Motherfuckers could talk. Mm. You gotta host 
Mm-hmm. He's a host. Yeah. Anybody could just go on and just talk on records. Yeah. But drama hosts these projects, and yes, it gives the nostalgia of the the Gangster Grills, which was the pinnacle peak of mixtapes. Yes, he does. So that's why he gets his praise and he gets his flowers right now, mm-hmm. because he's saying he's already dropped these, and a good portion of the drops he's released are going to be in conversations for album, rap album of the year. Dead ass. And he, now he's saying he still got more. You got more on the way. That's like, and they kind of now I'm just worried. Like, who who's next? <laughs> like, who? What other artists? Give me some shit if it's Kendrick. <laughs> I want to know. I, 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 I'm Kendrick was fine. It, no, like it's just straight rapping. No, I know, but it. He's busy touring. I'm not even. Like, I know it's a joke. I'm just mm, yeah. Maybe. I'm trying to focus on other artists. I get it. Um, but in terms of drama. Mm-hmm. It brings up a good question. Who are collaborators not in groups? So it's not they, they're an unofficial duo. Mm. It's just two artists that come together. And when they come together, you know it's you, nothing else matters. That's what you're listening to that night. Like they come in terms together. of a producer, a rapper, or a pro- rapper and a DJ. Oof. Hit point Nas. That's not. Is that, I'm not limited. I'm going. The first one that comes to mind is Snoop and Dre. Stupid. I mean, yeah. I was, I was. I was trying to do the obvious. Snoop and Dre. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm Mount Rushmore. Oh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Snoop and Dre. Um, I want to say Alchemist and. Oof. Damn. I want to say Freddie Gibbs, but. Man, Alchemist and somebody else. Does I see the rapper, but he's just not. Oh, Forty and Drake. Like Mount Rushmore? No, I'm Rushmore. I just put it out there. Well, I'm talking about Mount Rushmore. I'm talking about all time. All time? Like, all, okay, yeah, so we're Dr- about all so time. Dre, so, yeah, Dre and Snoop. Um, who else? Manny Fresh and... Wayne? No. Damn, it, it just sounds easy, but there's so many people. Like, who else? Put on Drama and Jeezy. Drama and Jeezy, Yeah. Drama and Jeezy, you know, Drama and Wayne? Yes and no. Hmm. I say yes because you can't deny the importance of those dedication mixtapes. Mm-hmm. However, what's up for debate is the quality moving forward. You really ain't heard much of a bad tape when it's Drama and Jeezy. DJ Khaled and... I was gonna say Drake, nah, because Khaled, Khaled has good. Every time you hear Khaled kind of come with somebody, I'm coming out with one because you're on the nose up, but you haven't named him yet. Rick Ross and Justice League. Rick Ross and Justice League, yeah, yeah, that's that's four. Rick Ross and Justice League, Dre and Snoop, Dre and Snoop, Jeezy and Drama, Rick Ross and Justice League. Ah oh, man, M and Dre. You can put him up there, but I, I already got Dre. Yeah, you already got Dre there. We already got Dre. I feel like there's another artist collab that's really just Kanye and Pusher. Yeah. They're great, but for me, it's not. Kanye and Neptunes? Oh, no, not Kanye and Neptunes. Neptunes and, and Pharrell? Or Pharrell and Pusher T? No, because it's more of a duo. I know. With that's what I'm saying. Eliminating groups is just two entities. Yeah, no, it's Neptune's kind of, it's, is two and Clips is two, but then, that's four people. I'm talking about one 
and one. Pusher and Kanye. When as soon as you hear Pusher has a song with Kanye, regardless of what's going on right now, if it's Pusher and Kanye's on production, you know you're about to hear some shit. I respect your opinion, but I don't necessarily feel like that all the time. Not all the time? No. That's why I, I didn't I told you I didn't like this one that much. Yeah. Not that I didn't like it. You didn't it like was Kanye's just a, production this yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to Daytona. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you on that one. I mean compared to a lot of stuff. It's mm. just it's not a bad combination. I'm just talking about all time, like I can't just throw names in there for against all timers. You talk about hear Dre and, when you hear Dre and Snoop. You, I don't think you can name a bad record they they come across together. Mm-mm, nothing bad. When you, again, when you hear Drama and Jeezy, you can't think of a bad tape that they were a part of. Mm-mm. Uh, oh fucking Ross and Hove. I put them up there for Justice League. Okay. I'm not talking about artists and artists. Art, oh, artists and I'm producer. talking about producer, artist, or DJ artist. Oh, DJ artist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, f- E-40 and Rick Rock? Okay, here's the thing, though. Rick Rock never produced an entire 40 album. Okay, never mind then. So that's, that's what I'm getting at. Is Someone, you're, I'm thinking about whole collaborations. Whole collaborations. When they um, come together, it's not just a song. It just ain't something to talk about for 24 hours. Common and, and, common and Kanye. Yeah, I liked it for an album. I didn't like it much further after that. Um, who else? Because again, when I say all time, I'm talking about there's bodies of work. Like oh, so B consistent. was just B was just the B was just one was a great album. album, but it wasn't necessarily like again. You say Snoop and Dre because Snoop was the one that was featured on the Chronic, mm-hmm. and then Dre went the, and the just took style. the just added vocals to interludes and. Quick ad libs and shit, and he handled the production. This is a good question though, because I'm thinking of like a lot of artists, but a lot of people didn't really do a lot. Like they didn't, they, right? They, they came and went. Yeah, literally came. And, mm, I feel Talib Kweli and High Tech did a hell of shit together. Yeah, they're Reflection Eternal. Reflection Eternal. But they're a group that, that I wasn't talking about a group. No, I mean they did multiple shit together though. I think, they but did. they're but they created a group mm. called Reflection Eternal. Shit. Because every, every time you see that, you see the or name. the album, but they, they came together as a, as a duo. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So like, I'm, I'm taking it away. Because, again, Snoop and Dre don't have... They're not a group. Yeah. Jeezy and Drama aren't a group. Yeah. So, I guess it's... So, like, uh, I guess I'm Mount Rushmore is Drama and, Drama and Jeezy, Dre and Snoop. That's two. And then there's two. And... Damn, there's two more. Then you might as well count Drake in forty. Yeah, they you redid as, the sound. You might as well count them. I want to make sure that I cross my T's and dot my eyes though before I do that. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, they're up there for sure. They're up there with Ross and, and Justice Lee. Um, then Nas, then you might as well get Nas and Hit Boy because they're doing they're doing like they're about to drop King Disease three <clears throat> on like on the eleventh of the next month. So that's like three multiple projects back to back to back with Nas and Hit Boy. It's a great it's a great one. Yeah. I wouldn't go all time though, only because this is the latter part of Nas's career. Hmm. Everybody I've spoke of, it's at the beginning. The beginning they, stages. they become synonymous with each other. Now, not to say that Nas and Hit Boy aren't synonymous with each other now, but when you think of some of Jeezy's greatest records, they were on Gangsta Grills. Yeah. When you think of some of Snoop's greatest records, Dre was behind the boards. Yeah. Um, 
I would say Em and Dre, but we already, you already had a Dre, right. so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's that's definitely one for people to think about. Because, mm-hmm. again, combinations, are when they're not an official group or duo, you really got to go back and think. Yeah. Really think. Like, think really hard. Cause I, was, I, was, I thought I could get it, but I was just like... I don't know, because like, there's so many combinations, and they only and some of them only happened for like one album, right? One album, and then that was it, right? So that was a good question. That's man. why I kept it to rap because an easy answer is always going to go. Yeah, but Michael if we go Quincy. beyond that, we go to Michael and Quincy and right. fucking Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and Janet Jackson and <clears throat> and who else? Um, who else was like when you hear when you see the producer, you know who they associated themselves with. Max Martin and hella fucking people. Like, shit, man. Good times. I just love music, man. Yeah. And we had a... Again, now we can get into the music. Mm-hmm. Fucking another Gangsta Grills presentation presented by DJ Drama. This time with Jeezy. Snowfall. And I Start September, I was like, oh, they're dropping something. Mm-hmm. I already know. This shit's not. Not a lot of features, and I was cool with it. Jesus carried this whole album. Yeah. But he tapped in with Doug, he tapped in with, oh man, he tapped in. There's a three-man weave, and I love when three-man weaves happen late in the album. No, not just I like them, but I love them when they happen late in the album. That lets you know this is a strong project. Three-man weave happens in the first six songs, I get worried. Three-man weave happening at track 12, we got something. You know it's shit. You know it's shit when drama stops the vocals and just go, cuts in talks and rewinds it. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, bro. Come on. You know how I feel about New Jack Swing. Yeah, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, Jaycee's gonna love this shit. That how deep, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's when we always had to put the three-man weave. Always put it in the middle. Or towards the end. Yeah. Gotta put what you perceive as your strongest tracks mm-hmm. later on. Otherwise, it's just gonna feel like sugar. Yeah. It's not gonna feel like a meal. Then I start facing the How Deep into Grammy. Of the Grammy for the Grams, I say. <laughs> My God Almighty. Give me a hell, yeah. Man. You know what I enjoyed about this, too? Mm. The horns were on full blast. So it just felt like he went back to the trap. Yeah. Drama was in peak form. It just, when, when drama talks over a Jeezy record, mm-hmm. it's. You kind of there's not many words to describe that. You're just getting them both in an element in a zone where you just 
Get out the way. This album made me appreciate Jeezy a lot more because it's been a long time since she's since he's tapped into that side of his, I guess that side of his artist because he because for the longest time he's kind of toned down a lot. You know what I mean? Especially with the last what's it called Thug Motivation and shit like that. It was more like that, that album, even though I love that album. He it wasn't like all trap sounding and shit. It was more smooth sounds, and he was being more retrospective on his career. This one, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna give my fans what they want. I'm gonna give them vintage Jeezy, and that's what he gave us. Right, and to learn years later now that the reason why we were getting those records was because he was saying, "Oh, those records are ten years old. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to own my master, so I got to do some shit that isn't, you know." I wouldn't put this shit out, but I got to fulfill obligations that way I could get to the masters. Yeah. So once you put that in context, again, which is another reason why I don't say I'm not that quick to jump on albums and be like, oh, I'm never going back to it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I, when context like that comes out, yeah. then I want to go back in and be like, wow, you did this 10 years ago. Wait a minute. It changes things a little bit. Because mm-hmm. now you're not looking at it like, oh, you just recorded this and put this out. No, at that point, you're like, wait, you put you recorded this 10 years ago? Seriously. Who would have been on it? And then you start listening. It becomes fun in certain aspects. You're not listening to try to prove yourself this is a good record. Mm-hmm. You're listening to it trying to see, oh, well, if they really pushed it like this, who, who could have been a feature for this? Or how could they have mixed this in with a record that actually made another album? Yeah. So you find that, but... He, after all that got was said and done, he came on Snowfall and was like, okay, that's all done with. Let's go. This is my favorite track right here. MJ Jeezy. When I heard this, I was like, oh, what's this? And then I looked and I was like, MJ Jeezy. I'm like, oh, you know how to get me, huh, motherfucker? And Justice League? Yeah, there was no way he could miss with the producers. Everybody came back. Yeah. Justice League, Don Cannon, uh, Get Rich. There was no way Jeezy was going. He could not fail on this album. He's tape, mixtape, whatever the fuck this is, mixtape. He this, couldn't fail on this. He's a project, man. This shit. This not, don't no. Nah, don't label this as a project. Well, mixtape. Yeah, yeah. This is one of this is vintage that piff my mixtapes. That was the only thing missing. Thatpiff.com. Yeah. Thatpiff.com. Thatpiff.com. I'm still can't believe they're still around too. They really are still around. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just want the traditional and they want the uh, the original sounds. I don't yeah. blame them. I don't blame them either, man. And because just because you put songs on streaming platforms doesn't mean that they're gonna be sample cleared either. I don't know if you've heard some of these mixtapes. They've had to change the beats on several records. Yeah, they do. So yeah, that's yeah. why that piff stays around. Yeah. Be appreciative of that piff, man. But um yeah, Jeezy, round of applause, man. That's, yeah. you gave the people what they wanted, and that that's good shit. Absolutely. Mm, mm. A lot of good music out this year, man. A lot. People are saying, Oh, this was a mid year for music. I'm like, I looked at my list like nigga, what the fuck you been listening to? The fuck? One listening to Snoop. <laughs> I didn't listen to the Snoop shit. How was that? It sound oh man, vintage Snoop. I think I listened to like a few tracks, but I was like, in the so middle. first of all, I didn't know Jane Hancock was actually from here in the Bay. Oh, you didn't know that? Mm-mm. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. I think I met her a few times. Hella cool. For met sure. her with Karina. Second of all, mm-hmm. Snoop producing records like this. This is girls love Snoop. No, Lime and Squeeze. Lime and Squeeze. Okay. Awesome. 
Somebody did this. It's Snoop Producer? No, it's, it's on his album. This is uh, one, of his, it's one uh, of his artists. Oh, okay. I'm just saying the vibe setting it off. Now, if you want to get into Snoop. <laughs> yeah. I heard that track. Yeah, Stressmatic. came with it. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's still crazy. When Khaled dropped, I remember we sat here like, man, Drama needs to drop some uh, Gangsta Grills out. Oh, Gangsta Grills mixtape. He needs to bring those back. And I guess Drama just felt our presence and was like, you know what? You right. <laughs> Some DDP. Monkey. <laughs> and I, I give all the credit to Tyler, the creator. Seriously. I, like I believe these He's were the one already, that sparked it. I believe these were already in the works. It had nothing to do with us speaking it by the time we already said something he already dropped two mm-hmm. i think that's the thing too why I, I, I don't i mean yeah we could well, joke and give did. us credit the but word? the thing of it is well. is that it would be different if we just said it out of nowhere he need to drop it from gangster grills but he actually did he started at the top of the year no we brought it up last year actually when drop when Khaled dropped the other the other album Khaled Khaled, and we roasted the shit that's when we, that's when we brought it up. We brought it up last year. <laughs> oh, well, then thank us. <laughs> that was before Tyler dropped. Oh too. yeah, I don't know about the time frames and shit. I yeah, I was seeing you. You're supposed to be the one with the memory. <laughs> yeah, when we were dissing Khaled's album, I think I said, "Yeah, Ka- drama needs to come back." And I was like, "He needs to bring the Gangsta Grills back," and then that's when "Sorry, Sorry, Call Me If You Get Lost" came out. Although like, oh, that's one, and then it just started piling up, and I'm like, "Well, damn." Yeah. If you ever had any reason to not listen to NBA Youngboy, this ain't the project. This is not the one. Before we begin, before we begin, before baby, we begin, before baby, you know the rules. You know Ma, the rules. I got a family. Phones, That's the name of the album or the mixtape. <laughs> if you ever had a reason to skip NBA Youngboy, sorry, this ain't the one. You actually got to tune in. The way this motherfucker starts. Telling you, drama just brings you. It's a privilege and honor to be on a tape with drama. Mm-hmm. And he, he say what you want about being young boy. He elevated to start this off. And this is his what project? How many projects? This is, is his sixth of the year. Damn, I thought immigrancy, man. I was on my jog when I pressed uh, play. Uh, I said, oh, no, I'm on my run now. She started, like, running at the damn T-1000 from Terminator. <laughs> how long is this album? Like, I'm, like how many? 45 minutes. Damn. So, you know, that was a short-ass track. 19 tracks, 46 minutes, 36 seconds. That's a good one. That's a good amount. Yeah, now, my 
my running shoes immediately turned into black Air Force Ones. A Gangster Grill Special Edition. <laughs> yeah, nah, that drama. That you, there is press play on all three dramas this uh, that he released this past weekend. Because man, that's every single one of them was incredible. Yeah. I don't think I talked about that. I already talked about it earlier. How I said I went back and... Oh, yeah, I did it off the air. Yeah, I went back and re-listened to Honestly Nevermind for the first time in a minute. And it actually got better <laughs> to me. Like, yeah, I, I, I let that shit sit for a while. And I went back and re-listened to it when I was working and all that. And I'm like, huh, this is not a bad album. Huh. And then maybe people were being a little too harsh on Aubrey. And then fucking, I was just thinking, oh yeah, there's another thing I forgot to say on here when it comes to Aubrey's album from what I was reading in in the Arby streets and in the, in the Arby Angel streets. I guess Drake didn't like the response to um, honestly, never mind, and he's gonna have a, and that's one of the reasons why he wanted to drop this album because he was p- kind of irritated about the response. You think? <laughs> and we talked about it in depth a few episodes ago. <laughs> he was irritated about that, and this, they say there's still gonna be shots at Pusher. Which I hope is not real, but I don't care about the mm-hmm. content of it. No, I know. It's just, just just make it be good. <clears throat> be told, I, I'm no. That's all subjective. Mm-hmm. I was just focused on okay. How again? How does this roll out? How does this work? What does this look like? And seems like he already had this in play because to make the final song with Twenty One Savage, that wasn't done by accident. Mm-hmm. Three albums in eighteen months. <laughs> that's nuts. Nigga say, <laughs> not if you're drama. I know, right? I know, but for someone like Drake, three hours and eighteen months. Niggas on Twitter saying Drake has a gambling problem. <laughs> he's, he's doing this for gambling debt. That shit was funny. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. What'd you say? Uh, not cool. the gambling problem, but how um, how many albums and how many months? Three albums and night and eighteen months. I mean, Tupac was supposed to do it in sixteen. Yeah. The only reason why I got pushed back was, you know, I had to kind of wait a little bit. You know, because, you, you know, so, a little, promote it. little situation happened in Vegas, yeah. you know. You know, he had to catch a flight to Cuba, you know. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> it is, was, no, nah, Pac did it. Um, DMX did it. He did two albums in one year, and they both went platinum. And he did three albums in, uh, he dropped the first one that May, I think, mm-hmm. 98. Yeah, there's the two second albums. one December, and then yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, and then, then there was, there was X. X came out the very next yeah. December. Yeah, so he dropped three in a 17, 18 month span. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 17, 18 month span. Yeah, that's good, man. But hey, man, <laughs> whatever. I, this is the collab I did not expect. Like Twenty One Savage and Drake. No one asked for that, but all right. a lot of people have actually asked for it. A Twenty One Drake, Twenty One Savage and Drake project. When you do enough records that they do. They've, they've done enough <laughs> records for there to be a response. I, I probably want more of a Rick Ross album, a Drake and Rick Ross that, album. Nobody's saying that that wasn't, uh, we're not talking about pecking order. Well, I know. We're just talking about if anybody asked for it. And if you go and look at the responses at their songs, yeah, people have been actually, I've put this on the list. May not be higher than a Ross and Drake album, but those responses are pretty strong. I guess. I saw some people actually retweet themselves when they said it a, a while ago. Hmm. Because they haven't missed. That's what they say. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess. But yeah, that's in 21 Savage. He's one of the artists I've actually like. He's Top like five. his most improved. Like Top five ones that I came around to. Probably number one. Yeah, it's him. It's him, 2 Chains, Rick Ross, and I think Young Thug a little bit too. I still can't believe you took 
two chains and Rick Ross for granted. Well, I just didn't. It was around that time period when I was more into like the rapping shit, and I wasn't really into the turn up like that. And then, like years later, when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it now. And I'm older, so I was like younger, and I thought I knew everything. Players fuck up. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> what? I was younger, and I thought I knew everything. Yeah. A lot of people won't admit that. Yeah. yeah I thought I knew everything. So, you know, players fuck up. It is what it is. Yeah. Salute to you. Oh, yeah. There's another album. Oh, my gosh. What? Who's this? You ever heard of this man called Babyface? I think so. He's back. He's back. Well, he, well he's, this is his first album or something? I'm, I'm kidding. How do you be back for the first time? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm kidding, nigga. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Look this up. This is, uh... Babyface Girls Night Out. Ooh. In other words, some people are saying Wayne Dexhale 2.0. Yeah. All the features are women. Ari Lennox, Kalani, Ellie This Man. one is called Say Less featuring Tiana Major 9. Naja, Coco Jones. Yeah, Coco Jones from uh, Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Hillary. Yeah, yeah. Tink, baby Tate. Oh, man. This is great. But if you thought this was some. Remember when I told you when T Pain came out and started remixing T Pain? Yeah. Damn. I know, I know, but what song is this? Uh, the recipe. Mm, Looney Long. Get your money long. Money long, yeah. You know what else is great about this album? What? Bridges. Oh, he brought bridges. There's back? bridges. Oh, so he really two verses, it. bridges, and then just letting your singer just lose their mind to close it out. Oh wow, yeah, that's how I know it's on the Kalani out record too. This <clears throat> good music, man. And I've been waiting, baby. Babyfaces, babyfaces is different. That's People good. should have known during the verses that he's just, he's just, just there's he's just, just some guy. there's just some he I don't he's a candy man. Mm-hmm. He's what he's a candy man. Don't, yeah. yeah, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes he has to come out and remind you exactly what it is. And what I enjoyed about that project was. It doesn't sound forced to sound like the 80s and the 90s. It just sounds natural. It he sounds. It, and the crazy thing is that he he made modern day adapt to him mm. in, a, in a strange way. It wasn't even like he adapted. He just took on and recognized, okay, this is the sound. But now with the sound, we're going to add some bridges. Mm-hmm. We're going to add some runs. We're going to do everything that went on with it. So in essence, yeah, it wasn't, oh, I'm not adapting. You're, you guys adapted yeah, to me. Yeah, we're going to find a common ground, but you're going to know this is Babyface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, man, that was a great R&B album. That yeah. was a great... That actually made me want it because I realized I had skipped over Money Long's album that dropped mm-hmm. either at the start of the year or mm-hmm. the end of last month. Mm-hmm. I went back and I was like, oh, yeah, she not playing. Some good shit. Yeah. A lot of good music coming out, man. 
I didn't listen to Taylor Swift. But well, we got a round. Of, we got to give her a round of applause, yeah. man. We didn't think it was gonna happen in this era anymore. Taylor Swift said, "Think I'm pussy?" <laughs> her album Midnight's is going to sell between 1.3 to 1.5 million units yep. with the bundle packs. And she, I guess, her and her team got like hella fucking like other versions of the album out there. It was like a 3 a.m. edition album, which is like their deluxe edition with more tracks. Okay. There's hella vinyls out there. Her fans went hard for this shit. They say they said they sold over 500,000 of the vinyls and shit like that. What kind of shit is that? That's nerf, nigga. 1.3 to 1.5 million. I'm like, holy shit. And you know what people probably still said? What? Who's really listening to Taylor Swift like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You niggas go outside, nigga. And, it was a, and then it made me really think about Beyonce. I'm like, because I really thought Beyonce was going to sell. I won't say she was going to sell 1.3 no. million. Maybe just a milli? No. No. Because she did the same. Her vinyls sold out and shit, too. She had like a little bundle pack. No. That puts things in perspective. <laughs> that really puts things real life you're, in perspective. You're still, you're still missing something. What am I missing? This. What? It's still a young artist game. And man, Taylor Swift is young. Beyonce had her time in the 2000s and yeah. the 2010s. That's not to say she still can't put product out and be at an elite. Yeah. But the face of what's going on, that's it's Taylor she's, Swift. She is again. Her work is done. Everything now, she's playing with house money. Mm, yeah, true. Taylor Swift could still be trying to prove something. True. Yeah, especially and after her masters got taken and shit. Right. Oh, yeah. Again, there's that's not to diminish. I mean, the obvious answer people would go to was, oh, black, white, and sure, plays part. However, the industry has always been a young artist game. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and also, too, that Beyonce technically experimented with the sound true a lot of and i know several beyonce fans that weren't happy with the project mm-hmm. and plus Taylor swift is 32 beyonce is 40 so it's a young artist game. yeah it's true yeah but one point pretty soon taylor swift's not gonna be able to do it oh you know no I mean? hell no nah. but 1.3 to 1.5 million i thought adele was gonna do that shit she only did 700k adele happy you know i trying to hear that shit i <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but the reason why I listen, I tried listening to this album. I got to the halfway. It was too boring for me. It wasn't for me. But the only reason why I'm bringing it up is that the opening track, Lavender Haze, Lavender Haze, it was produced by Soundwave. And my opinion, it was the best track on the album to me. <laughs> You're coming in with different ears, though. <laughs> that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, too. I, I tried like, try to open my mind to it. And a lot of Taylor fans say this is her most, like, personal album is like she has a lot of dark elements and it does sound like that but i, I get it don't get it don't get it, yeah, wrong. Yeah. I get it but that i knew i wasn't gonna press play yeah. uh, with accolades it's impressive you know because sometimes i just want to go and if it's selling this much i gotta go with my own ears like okay what's everyone hearing and i'm like i don't know what y'all hearing but i'm not gonna diss it just like how everyone was dissing fucking honestly never mind it was just like it's not don't say it's trash just say it's not for you you don't like attach to it don't call it trash. So, and it's funny. Look on Twitter and barely anyone's talking about that 1.3 to 1.5 million. Which lets you know that people are enjoying it in the real world. Because mm, like Dave Chappelle said, Twitter is not a real place. <laughs> no. Shit. It's that simple. Anyway, uh, shout out to Taylor Swift though. That, that's, that's a feat in itself. And Beyonce also announced that the Renaissance Tour is going to happen next year. 
I guess they sold the tickets at a fucking Met Gala or whatever. Yeah, it's like 200K or some shit. So, <laughs> two tickets and you get to meet Tina Knowles and shit. And yeah, I was like, oh, I guess. Uh, let's see what else is going on. get the Amazon link for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> shit. That's what I'm saying. Like with the Kendrick shit, y'all can just watch that shit on Amazon. You don't even have to go to the show. You can literally... I'm telling you, the Kendrick show on Amazon Prime, they showed the entire show. I was, I was getting ready for work. I was like, oh, shit. Let me watch Kendrick before I go to work. And then all of a sudden, I see fucking Baby Keem. Not Baby Keem, but um, the other dude. What's his name? Tiana? Well, whatever yeah, his name Tiana. is. Huh? It's not Tiana. It's not Tiana. But I saw I saw him, and I'm like, oh. Oh, this is how it's starting. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's how concerts start, though. You have an opener. Yeah, the opener, but they don't show no. But usually with shows like Tana the, Leon. yeah, telling you know, and he came out, and I was just like, oh wow, they're they're showing the whole show. Oh okay. Well, well yeah, it said, it, said Kendrick Lamar and the Big Steppers with Baby Keem and uh, yeah, but they come out during Kendrick's set. Tana Leon. They came out. They came out during Kendrick's no, I, set. I get yeah, it, but, but we yeah. you already knew they were the openers. Yeah, I didn't think they were gonna show it. They usually don't do that shit. But hey, they on if they're on PG Lang, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that was going to show. Yeah. But that was great. Uh, that was a funny news when it comes to Drake. You know that fake Drake? Yeah. That's out there? Yeah. Yeah, his ass finally got a cease and desist. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. About damn time. I mean, that was some weirdo shit. I don't know why Drake let that shit go on for that long. Like, that nigga was making fake videos. He was doing interviews, posing as him. Like, weirdo shit. I mean, I get it, you know what I'm saying? If you could go make a living off that in Vegas, I'm, I'm supporting. However, there's just a line. And once you cross it with the, the actual person... Yeah. Yeah, that's when, you know... Mm-hmm. Better shut the fuck up. And he didn't shut the fuck up. And they say he even made a diss track going at him. <laughs> Rap it as Drake. Like, bro. Yeah, yeah he lost. Lost his own identity, like, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Uh, other good news, Rihanna's coming back. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm! What's the countdown, Ben? What was the last one to drop? To 2016, when Lemonade dropped Anti. No, I, no, I take that back. Her last... Her last... Oh, um, it's done 17 with Paul McCartney and Kanye? No, her last feature was... Oh, you mean as a lead... As Just a lead. anything that she did. Oh, no, her last shit was on the Party Next Door record. That was in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was her last feature she did. Four years. Yeah. And it's going to be on the Wakanda Forever soundtrack. And it was funny because they showed, because when you see the promo, it says Wakanda Forever, and then they drop all the letters and you just see the R. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. So, yeah, she's, she's yeah, as soon as she got the work she's going to do in the Super Bowl, she was like, I guess I got to work now. Right. <laughs> I guess I can stop making these multi-conglomerate houses <laughs> and fashion and and, uh, pr- and fragrance. Yeah. Let me go give the peasants some music real quick. Off Marvel. And in DC News, oh man, this is a game changer. It got announced today that James Gunn is going to run DC Studios. That's a, that's gunshots right there. Right. And I've been waiting, Him and Peter, um, Savoring. He, they're going to be co-CEOs and he's going to handle the business, but James Gunn is going to control all the fucking creative aspect of it. Pretty much, he's the Kevin Foggy of DC now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a runner. And pretty much, when it comes to the Batman and the Joker universes, they're going to be handled separately in their own little 
section and shit that he's not gonna touch that. But yeah, he's still. I guess what's it called? Uh, not Game of Thrones. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to be the last thing he's going to be doing over at Marvel for the next four years. Okay. And they showed the trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which was pretty funny because Kevin Bacon shows up. But yeah, man, that's a game changer right there. I'm like, oh shit! Now you now it's like this is like Triple H taking over creative for WWE. Hmm. Now shit's gonna make sense over at DC. Yeah. Shit, man. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Never know. <laughs> could always, it ain't, it ain't uh, James Gunn's fault. Somebody could always step in, and next thing you know, James Gunn is gone. Yeah, they gave him a four-year contract, so. But now, for the last time for two years. <laughs> I'm going to make the video and sync that shit up with the intro. <laughs> I do it like it's a like it's ghost. <laughs> I'm yep. playing the OG Big Rich Town. I play the the nasty Big Rich Town. The, the nasty. Um, yeah. And then I I mute the intro on House of Dragon and I play that. And it goes and it flows with it. Yeah. It really does flow. Since with you're about it. to make me unleash the dragon. That's when the blood's flowing around. Yeah. Like, Y'all niggas gonna make me unleash the dragon. I don't really really wanna. Ah oh, man. This was a finale right here. Told you. That was a finale. Because this time we didn't see Allison and all that. But this time it was pretty much all the cards were getting stacked. Because they about to go to war. Uh, uh, what's her name? Ren- what's her name again? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. They said, yeah, you're the rightful queen. They put that shit on her on her crown and shit like that. Like, yeah, you're the queen of this. And then Damien was like, okay. He, he got all the soldiers together. Like, oh, no, y'all going, we're going to war right now. And then her fucking kids just had to fuck it up. <laughs> when the um, I guess they tried. What's it called? Her son tried to go over to the, go over to the other side to try to pick up one of the dragons, and Aegon was being a fucking asshole, and he was fucking with him with the other dragon, like he was trying to like prank him and shit like that. And then the dragon was like, "Oh, you want to fuck around?" And he found out and ended up killing the little boy. <laughs> and he had that look on his thirteen years old. Yeah, boy. Yeah, he kind of turned and looked at the camera like, oh, shit, I done goofed. Like, yeah, you started a war. You started a war, 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 war. Because <laughs> she wasn't going to go to war. She didn't want to go to war. You remember? That's what we're making. And I've been waiting, baby. That's what Ronero did. <laughs> just imagine that scene ending in this plane. How she, how she turns to look yeah. at the camera and shit. Yeah. War ready. Oh, but if eyes could talk, it'd be this line coming up right here. Silence. Jeezy went crazy. Yeah, he did. That first collaboration that him and Ross came back together, <laughs> yeah. he lost his fucking mind. Like, nigga, this is not your album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when Aaron looked at that damn camera and she was like, it was like, it was like, if eyes could talk, you heard that. I just heard Tupac saying. It was I, not, it was not wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> she looked at the camera and was just like, I got my dragons right. Now I want war. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That was a great fight. When I was done, I just sat back and I'm like, that was... 
I was satisfied. I was surprised to see the black guy wasn't dead. You wasn't dead after all. Air the horns for that. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Like, we ain't giving these sirens. <laughs> not only was he not dead, what? he came in, said, we, all right, we got some moves to make. Uh-huh. Anybody who don't appreciate the crown, chuck him. <laughs> yep, and that's what Damon came in and said, yeah, he, he wanted to make sure how you're going to fucking, um, uh, you'll, he wanted to test your loyalty. Either you bow down or I'm going to have my dragon burn your ass up. Yeah, uh, Corliss. <laughs> yeah. Corliss Valerian. He's about to get a um, spinoff show. They said that's a development. Ooh. <laughs> Vegetarian, niggas and the dragons. <laughs> niggas and the dragons. It'll really be the uh, the dragon. <laughs> Nigga, I, oh, I'm really man. surprised. Niggas and the dragon. Niggas oh, and the yeah. dragon. Damn powerful niggardry at work today. <laughs> Nigga gets on the dragon and invents Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm surprised at how much today. I'm, <laughs> Nigga gets on the dragon, and the dragon overcooks the chicken, oh and it becomes fried. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really like. I was really shocked how much I really enjoyed that damn show, man. Like I thought, like, again, in the beginning of the series, we were just like, nah, go watch it, and then they gave us the first episode, and I was just like, hmm, there's blood, there's blood, there's violence, hmm. And then the second episode, I was like, hmm. And then third, fourth, fifth, I was like, okay, you got me. You motherfucker, you got me. Good shit. We gotta wait two years, but good shit. They said they might start filming like next year and it might come out, but they gotta do the special effects and shit. No, that shit's coming out in 2024. That shit might come around right after the finals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that was that was good shit. They said like the next season's gonna be it's gonna have the same like play like Game of Thrones, like how the episodes are, because you know how there was always like, you know, fast forward and shit like that. Nah, they said it's gonna be like uh-huh. This is it. This yeah, this is Civil War. Yeah, this was literally this this whole season was a setup. Right. It set everything up. Good shit, man. I never thought I'd enjoy this shit again. Eh. Now to the big rich town universe. And I've been waiting. I, I think we can put the claim down that oh, this is the best one in the power universe. This might be up there in Black TV cinema period. It really is, man. Premium cable, what I'm talking about. Like, don't get me wrong. It's it's not there with The Wire. No. I'm not putting it there. Mm-mm. However, there was moments in this season finale that were Wire-esque. Yeah, I felt that same shit, too. Especially the ending when, um, when the Italians started showing up at all rock spots. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I was wondering, like, oh, nigga's about to die. Thought Uncle Marvin was about to die. He didn't die, thank God. No. I couldn't kill it. I was gonna. I was gonna hit. Uh, become a Black Karen. <laughs> Courtney Kemp was gonna get every last one of these DMs. Even, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Even though you don't even run the shit no more. Hell no. Nah. I, 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 no, I don't know what you done did. And you done fucked up now. <laughs> What you mean Uncle Marvin gone? Yeah, when he got shot, I was like, oh no. 
oh no and then oh boy opened the fuck I was like thank you god okay and that was the last we saw of him I'm like okay he's still alive yeah, do you notice the full circle moment in that that was the full circle moment remember when he was when he first went to therapy and the guy in the wheelchair was testing him like and that was yeah, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. And he gave him that shit. And as soon as he saw him, he's like, yo, come in. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of full circle moments if you didn't catch in this episode. I want to see if you can think of I any full circle it. moments, other ones. There was more. Um, well, you pointed this out before the um earlier when the singer said single to her mom, like, oh, I'm not gonna Oh no, I'm not oh, yeah, that. No, I'm not gonna die from this music, and then she ends up bah, 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 bah. What was the other one? No, was I'm it? talking about they were complete opposites from when what they looked like in episode one of the season and episode ten. They ended up on opposite spectrums, which is another example of great story writing because your characters are not supposed to be in the same place when the season starts, when the season ends. When she got the house and how happy she was when she got that new house and shit like that. And then now... But it was she, empty. And it was completely empty. Yeah, now it's still empty. <laughs> and now she's not happy about no it. what I'm bringing up is in the beginning when Kanan came back and the house was full it was uh, family yeah now there's a brand new house which is supposed to secure everything for everybody and it's empty it's empty yeah nobody there remember this one Juke and Marvin weren't talking mm-hmm. this one they and Kanan and Rock were talking yeah. roles have completely reversed mm-hmm. um Lulu feeling like he is He's found his way out, and then realizing it, there's no way out. No. Oh, let's talk about that scene. Patina Miller, that's your name. Round of applause. She got her inner Denzel Washington on with that shit. She did. Oh, my God. I rewinded that dialogue, because she said that shit from her soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, when she grabbed his face and said, I owned you, nigga, and walked off. And Lulu had that look. I remember when I was looking at Lulu. I'm like, oh, he about to cry in the car. Somebody did this. <laughs> he had that look on his face like he was about to cry. I was like, he tried to play it off, putting the cigarette in. I said, like, no, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, because she said, I got to keep Sam telling you this shit over and over and over again. Da-da-da-da. I was like, ooh, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. I just love this woman so much. And then when she got shot, I'm like, no, don't kill my baby, because I would have pulled a Karen too. <laughs> don't you kill, don't you kill my girl. <laughs> No! <laughs> and then Unique stepped in. Unique! I don't know if you saw that clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Joey Badass came in and saved the day. And then had his hand out. Nigga said, make money, make, 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 money, make, money, make money. money. Shit hits the fan, we take money. Southside. Side. <laughs> yeah, that's what she sees at Southside. And then it just, and you hear 50 do his, you know shit gets real when you hear, or you start hearing 50's voice doing the narrating yep. and shit like that. And then in the end, he's like, you know what it is. South Jamaica, Queens, bitch. And then it just goes black. And I was just like, wow. Unique and the Thomases together. Yeah. And they're going to go after that Italian dude now. Man, sometimes I wish power did not Oh, no. Nah, let's, let's, nah, there's something else going on with the Italian. Let's talk. What's going on? Tony Danza. Who's the Welcome boss? Welcome to power. <laughs> Welcome. To power! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! 50 dropped that news and said he gonna be here season three. Yeah. And then, uh, Sal, after whatever his name is, walks in and I was like, oh no, wait a minute. That's Tony. He's here. Tony Danza! Well, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> That's what I felt too. I was like, well, motherfucker, Tony Danza. And Tony Danza looked irritated as fuck <clears throat> at the 
company that was coming in like, wait a minute, you bringing this on my field? Mm-hmm. You like, take care of this shit and don't come back with it. Mm-hmm. Wow, this this show almost makes me wish like it wasn't associated oh, with power. We're forgetting something else too. What? Important. What? The evil juke is coming. Yo, yeah, because old girl got shot. I was shocked how it went down. No. What? No, you when she sh- caught up with, home- with Homeboy. Oh, yeah. And realized that he set her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she stomped the hell out of him. She sure did. Beat the shit and then, out like, of him. And told the cops, oh, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? We just kicking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about her mom leaving. I'm talking about the full-fledged being physical with mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, she beat his ass. Beat the shit out of him. It's funny. We both saw Kanan and Jukebox both show that savage side of them in yeah. the early stages. Yeah. In this motherfucker. I love this fucking. I'm telling you, this is this is great story writing. It really is. And it, storytelling. Yes, it is. Because you know where it's leading. That's the only thing that kind of holds it back. Because you know where it's leading to. You just, now you're just kind of curious. What about the extra pieces? What's gonna oh, happen? There is no. You know what it's leading to. There's many aspects I didn't even consider. So now everything's open. Like what? You know exactly what's gonna happen That's with Kanan I, and Juke. Yeah. I'm the. This was like they said. This was never about just Kanan and Juke. It's Mm-mm. raising Kanan. So this is about their family. Literally. I don't know what happens to their family. I fully. I have fully submerged and let go of. Okay, I know what's gonna happen with Juke and Kanan. Yeah. This ain't about them. Mm-mm. This is about the family. I have if this show if everything goes right, if everything goes right, if season three is great, I I'm just thinking maybe if they if they if this goes five seasons, I'm just I'm thinking ahead, we're gonna have a dialogue about where we're gonna rank this as one of the greatest like urban TV shows. Yeah, not just with power. I'm just saying, period. Like, this is by far the best one, and I said it last year. Okay, this got a feeling to it. Yeah, it was this all- one there's no there's no talking anymore. Mm-mm. It's it's sealed. This is the premier one. Yes, it is. Rest in peace to Sam. Yeah. He should have known. Nigga <laughs> fucked around and found out. Yep, he sure did. It's hella funny. We say that now, then we see season three of fucking Ghosts, and we're just like, this is the greatest shit ever! <laughs> Don't be wrong, it's entertaining. Yeah. But there is a difference between Rock and Monet. Oh, clear difference. And that's what... Acting-wise, th- too. That is the difference right there. Don't Again, I enjoy it. It has the Fast and Furious feel. Mm-hmm. This shit just feels real. Yeah. This yeah, it's Monet, Tasha. No, no, like Rock, Tasha, and Monet, the holy trinity of the Power Woman universe. Yeah. Man. And then, you know, Tommy has to figure out somebody. Right. <laughs> they keep dying. Huh? They he keep dying. He keeps losing his women. <laughs> Holly. Uh Lala. What was, what was her name? Ta- not Tasha. What was her name? You we just call her Lala, Lala, <laughs> and an old girl in forest. Yeah, all of them die. The Holy Trinity of the power leading deaths. Off <laughs> oh, to that moment. No, no, I can't forget Angie. Oh, Angie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that scene earlier. Yeah. Oh what? yeah. Out of all the yells, and you keep that one. Let me see if I can find the sound. Like yeah, look that, that shit up. Watch power with us. They're not gonna believe that that's what the sound was. No, no, no that's how he. That's how. That's how. What's his name? Uh, Hardwick. That's his name. Um, Hermione Hardwick. What's his name? 
Amari Hardwick. Amari Hardwick. That's how he fucking sound. <laughs> Look at it. Just... Look at this nigga face, man. Oh, the kiss. Somebody did this. <laughs> Body just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it's why it's it's honestly why look, nobody else. I can't envision anybody else playing Ghost. No. But when they say this was, nobody could pull this off. I always come back to the scene like, mm, I nah. think somebody else could have did it. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody else could have did that. <laughs> Hell, I could have went and did that. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of him, he has just, a... Just, yeah, nigga, go out, go out there and act. What do I say? Insert scream. Insert scream. Just, just scream your pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like a cat, like a dying cat. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> Scream your pain. <laughs> Scream your pain. Like from, what's it called? Section 80? No, your pain. <laughs> Scream your pain. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, speaking of him, um, he has a movie coming out with um, Kelly uh, Williams. Hmm. Yeah, he's playing a football player. It's gonna be oh, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that shit. Like, shut up, ghost. <laughs> Every time. get back in the streets, ghost. Get back, get back in the streets, ghost. You weren't no politician. <laughs> it was all a dream. It was all. A dream. In your case, go whip Tariq's ass, ghost. Go, go whip Tariq's ass, ghost. <laughs> go back to the streets, ghost. You know, don't play a football player, nigga. Go be a politician, ghost. Oh man, he's he's forever gonna be attached to that damn show. That's wild. Oh yeah, <laughs> for the rest of his life. He will always be Ghost. Tariq will always be Tariq. He's going to be laying on the field. Have some respect. I just had the concussion of my life. <laughs> when he said, have some respect, I just lost the love of my life. And to his told- wife. <laughs> and Tasha was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Top five greatest line in TV history. And he said it so nonchalantly and just walked off. Nigga, and then the nigga po- didn't just have that dog in him. Nigga, nigga. was the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he pointed it, when he put his finger on her forehead, yep. it's like, mm. that was, a, that, I thought that one was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen a man do to a woman. It wasn't rehearsed either. He just. Tasha came out on the podcast and said he, he just did it. She's a nigga. Yep, just did it. And I bet. It, that's why you see her act. That's her actual response. Like, they kept that take. Motherfucker. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. All right, let's go to sports. Niner fans, I got good news and bad news. The good news. I want to start that off. You got no worries at running back. No worries. We let go of Tevin. I was going to call him Tevin Campbell. Tevin Coleman, which I'm going to kind of hate, but whatever. Why? Because we got a white boy. <laughs> we got Christian McCaffrey. 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 Keep going, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey get traded pretty much all our draft picks to the fucking Panthers. And everyone kept saying, that's how a white boy run the football. 
And on paper, we got Christian McCaffrey. We got Elijah Mitchell that's coming back soon. We got Debo. We got Kittle. We got a lot of pieces together. We got Ayuk. Ayuk. <laughs> you know, we got a lot of pieces. And we, the downside is. No, no, no. I'm, I'm building it. I'm the fan. And then we well, would Come on, come on. We, I'm, I'm building up. We go against Kansas City. And what happened? We took a nice, big, fat L. That's the bad news. That ain't your bad news. Your bad news is your quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. Somebody did this. It ain't just the fact you took an L. Took a massive L. That was a demoralizing L. It's an L because of Jimmy Garoppolo. And the defense. Defense is hurt. No, you, lost, no. you lost a lot of defenders. Mo, uh, Mosley's out. It was Mosley, but everyone, a lot of people were back. Bosa was back. Everyone was back, and there was a lot of arm tackling. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot. It was just a combination of shit. Fam, the point is, is that Jimmy G looked very good going down the field, and then just decided, well, "How am I gonna fuck it up now?" <laughs> and he did that several times. Oh yeah, I know. That's the bad news, and it's getting bad to the point where even fucking now you got um, what's his name. You got Kittle coming out there, going on press conferences saying, hey, we got a whole stock of guys, and he listed everyone that I listed except for Garoppolo. Ayuk is saying, we got too many good players out there to just put up 24 points because Kansas City beat the dog shit out of us. And they don't have good defense. At all. They have the worst fucking defense, one of the worst defense in the fucking league. Whatever. One of the worst I, defenses so much so that their offense has to actually play defense sometimes. Yeah, they did. And I, after the loss of the Bills, they were overly prepared for us. So, yeah, we go against the fucking Rams. Whatever. I hope we win. I don't know. I, like I said, we get what we deserve. I'm not mad. Sounded up. No, I didn't get mad. Sounded agitated. No, that's how I talk. I'm not mad. You know what I'm mad. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't say you're mad. You sound agitated. <laughs> Look, that I was walk- agitation. That was an agitation. I was just- yeah, that. But you got a nice shiny toy, and then somebody runs right into it a few days later. That's what that was. Don't hide that. <laughs> oh, I don't care. No, nigga, you was. Everybody was celebrating Christian McCaffrey, and then all of a sudden that ass whooping came, and it was like Christian McCaffrey don't solve a lot of shit, and we just lost the 2023 draft. <laughs> it's okay to say it. <laughs> Uh, you don't get to play that. I'm playing it. You don't get to play that. That's not, no. That ain't for you. Yes, it is. That is not for you. Yes, it is. Because you say you get what you deserve. La, and... la, 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 no, 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 no. No, you don't. That's, that is not the song for that. Hey. Yeah. You still have a shot at the playoffs. How's that? How they breaking your soul? We're dying. That's what I'm saying. That song makes no sense for you to play. Nah, turn that off before you get copyrighted at this point. <laughs> that is not the song you play for that. Whatever. It stops me from being angry. So that's why I like to Oh, it stops like you from being angry. So like I said, it, no. that's agitation. Yeah, see? That's what I was saying. It stops you from being angry, but that's not the right song to play for you. What's the right song to play? You got to figure that out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, but that, but that don't match what you what you said. You start off the year saying, "We get what we deserve." Right. Yeah. I start off the year saying the Raiders are gonna win the AFC West. <laughs> you did say that. Yeah. I mean, y'all won. Okay. Cool. It's still two and four. Yeah, it could happen. You can win the again AFC championship until until it shifts, where the Raiders are. The third best team, but they're not the worst ranked team in the in the standings in the conference or the division. Yeah, I mean it could be worse. We could be Tom Brady. 
And that don't even apply for, for the Raiders. I'll tell you who that applies for later. But we still got week seven observations. I was a dumbass for training Kenneth Walker third. You sure were. I, I did not know that uh, Seattle's offense was going to look like that under Geno Smith. It's, it's getting more spooky every week that Russell Wilson keeps struggling. And Pete Carroll, that nigga Carroll, and Geno Smith are having literally the same numbers that he was when Russell, Smith, Russell Wilson was there. If they still had the Pro Bowl, Geno Smith would seriously be in contention for a position. He's going to be in the Pro Bowl. That's the shit. That's pretty much what's going to happen. The way he's been playing, he could be. He could have comeback player of the year. Out of all the players, I did not think Geno Smith was going to be comeback player of the year. And I always liked him, right. too. I liked him when he was on the Jets, but he was injured prone and shit like that. So. Yeah. Uh, week 7 started off with niggas jumping. Mm. Jumping everywhere. Oh, Every, yeah. Cardinals and, and Saints. <laughs> that fucking interception. <laughs> What pissed off in slow motion you see oh boy like oh my dick yep. <laughs> that is literally what that was that was that was the shot of the season yeah like, I don't care that was beautiful yeah Cardinals Cardinals got their mojo back even with fucking you know Kyle Murray cussing out his coach I don't think he was cussing him out he just told him to calm the fuck down it's not cussing him out yeah that's look man you're gonna have to understand not you but people, people. have to understand this is grown man playing sports. He's not, you know, these are not yeah, children. These so, are not oh, college he shouldn't, students. Oh, he shouldn't do that. Okay, but you want them to show passion. If I, pick, make your mind up. These okay. are not high school students. These are not college athletes. These are grown-ass men getting paid grown-ass money. A lot of grown-ass yeah. money. So they yeah, get after They got their grown-ass money back was DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yes, he did. Shit. Came out and looked, yeah, he looked good. Mm-hmm. Just to say the least. That then led into Sunday. Sunday. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah, Tom Brady. Man. Somebody did this. Yeah. I hope it was worth it. I really hope. What, that two and... He, he, Tom Brady lost to P.J. Walker. XFL, P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. Yeah, and P.J. Walker deserves to be in the NFL. But we're bringing that up because just two years ago, not only was he in the XFL, mm-hmm. but I believe Tyler Hinky or Heineke, whatever Tyler, the one. Tyler Heineke, yep. Heineke. Hinky. Heineke. Heine, whatever. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to go into D.C. and carry that out with a W. Didn't nope. happen. Nope. The XFL, if they ever needed any kind of promotion. that Those two players, seven. those two players are the vocal point. Yeah. They are the, they're the spokespeople for the XFL. Yep. The XFL program does work. So. You never want to celebrate a player's pain, especially one that causes them to leave the season. Bryce Hall. Mm. was ranked as probably the number one running back. He was obviously the number one running back taken. Yeah. Uh, his season ended, unfortunately, on an ACL injury. Ugh. So I am not celebrating his demise. Wish him nothing but the best. Come back stronger next year. Mm-hmm. I will just say, Doug Peterson deserved that ass whooping in week six for what he did with Travis Etienne. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, Bryce Hall's uh, injury ended up becoming a... Uh, my game. Huh, really? Yeah. James Robinson got traded from the Jags to the Jets to cover that position. Shit. Which means Travis Etienne <laughs> is wide open for running back one duty. Hey. <laughs> Good for you. That one's going to pay off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Mostert looks as a running back one again. Yeah. And you see how healthy he is? Yeah, when he got a lot of weapons around that could run as faster than tornadoes. You feel me? Yeah. And yeah, go to the Niners, and it's like you get injured week one. Then go to the Falcons, go to the Dolphins, you're good. Yeah. The fuck, man? Whatever. 
Tua paid for those sins. <laughs> well, shit. Came back healthy, thankfully. Salute to him. Still used his head when he was running, though. Yeah, but you notice he got that ball out quicker. Yeah, he sure did. He was slinging that thing the first quarter. You ain't gonna hit me! Nope. <laughs> he said nope. Uh, who else played Giants. on Sunday? Giants are 5-1. and one. Still don't buy it. Me neither. They played the, the Jacks. 6-1, actually. Yeah, they played the Jacks. Yeah. I don't hey, know. you want to know something great? What? This was the epitome of I can't lose. Mm-hmm. I will not lose. Mm-hmm. Travis Atene ran, I think, for something like 25 or 35 yards. Mm-hmm. And the person that tackled him was one of my linebackers. Oh, wow. So you I got points win-win. throughout. Yeah. yeah, one of those plays where it just everything works out tremendously. Still not buying it, though. No, not no. I'm not believing nobody in the NFC West, to be honest. Uh, and Dak, not that West, but NFC, period. Yeah. Dak Prescott bike. Yeah, they won. Then, uh, he looked good for coming back from a thumb, requiring thumb. Yeah, so. they're on a bye week next week, right? They? No, they already had the bye. They had the bye week oh. six. Oh, yeah, yeah. They go against the Giants next week. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a game. We're going to see who's really the pretenders. Right. <laughs> Which means all my quarterbacks now are gone or back from – there's no more bye weeks. Mm-hmm. So I could just transition between Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. And then Jets won. Your Raiders won. Yeah, beat the Texans. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs running like he want that money. Yeah. Um, I'm not mad at him. Mm-hmm. Go get that bag. Yeah, I guess the I, I didn't – because I was busy and shit. I guess they blacked out the game over here in the West Coast. Well, in my area, they blacked it out. I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. I watched it. <laughs> and let's see. And when it comes to Monday Night Football. Uh, there was. Uh, did, Justin. Uh, no, no, that was my. Uh, there was another game that had some importance. Let me go back to that. The Browns and Ravens? No, that one did not have importance. I mean, it, it matters to somebody. It don't matter to me. I give a damn look at that. Bengals and Falcons. Bengals won that. There was one more that had... Oh, Colts-Titans. Oh, yeah. Matt Ryan's gone. <laughs> He's on the bench. <laughs> and they said, they said, yeah, this wouldn't have had this. It doesn't matter if he was getting injured or not. He was. Uh, we were putting him on the bench after this. Damn. Yeah. Grand opening, grand closing. Fam, Jonathan Taylor had one blast-off game this year, and I traded him after that. Ever since then, he hasn't looked anything close to a running back one. Shit. Or not a running Like, he hasn't looked anything close to the league's running back one. Shit. The offense has just been... Struggling. Yeah. That's if just... you could even call it that. Yeah. Like, just last year, I called them one of the wild-card teams. My, my wild-card pick. And then when they lost to the Jaguars, they were never the same. Nope. They were never the same. Yes, they did start the year this year. Lost to the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Not start the year, but you know. I know, and now it's kind of just like, and now Matt Ryan, he's probably back up. Yeah, that's, call that call it a career, homie. Yeah, he had a great career. Went to one Super Bowl, blew it. <laughs> Damn shame. Now to the Monday night game. Shout out to Justin Fields. I'm that's the one quarterback I'm rooting for, Justin Fields. Yeah, because yeah. it ain't started off good. Mm-mm. He had spurts and moments. He had a great moment. Uh, in terms of under the flashing lights on Monday night. The real story is... Patriots got a quarterback controversy. That they do. With Mac Jones. And what's his name? Haley. What's his name no, again? Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. <laughs> because I was, I was like doing stuff and you were telling yeah, me that... Mac Jones came in and stunk up the whole damn game in the first three drives. Mm-hmm. Bailey Zappy got in there. His first drive was a touchdown. Bill Belichick said, let's party. Yeah. After that, it went downhill from there. 
Because he threw for three interceptions. It don't matter. That, know. You know why it don't matter? Why? He wasn't supposed to be your starter this year. He really was not. This is that was so, that's your draft. That's your number one draft pick. Shit. This is his, like what his second year too. Yeah, and they said. Remember, they kept saying in camp, Mac Jones doesn't look like he's prepared. I mean, he Looks was like he's worse this year than last year, and last year he showed signs. Shit, man. That was with a report coming out of training camp. Yeah, that was a report coming out of training camp. Yeah, and yeah, sat his ass back, sat his ass down. Shit, Tom Brady should try to find a way to get back to New England. <laughs> I think he burned that bridge. <laughs> Shit, how was man. that championship? Belichick, yeah, how was that championship? How's that, Jay? Was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> I go to home my wife. I go home my wife. You got a black man, hold yours. <laughs> yeah, man. Antonio Brown, boy. Somebody did this. Habitual line stepper. He's finger pointer. <laughs> snitch. Uh, I don't know why I said snitch. But still, like, bro, like, if y'all don't know, this dude has been antagonizing Tom Brady some for whatever reason ever since word got out about how Tom Brady and his wife have been at odds. So he has a t-shirt out of him hugging Brady's wife after the Super Bowl. Hella close and shit like that. Then he released a video, too, of that shit, too. And I'm just like, bro, with R&B music playing in the background. I'm like, bro, what are you, what are you doing? And then <laughs> a picture came out of fucking him, of him FaceTiming Tom Brady with 6ix9ine. Yeah. <laughs> but that, we skipped over some moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. We hella forgot about some this shit. This motherfucker was naked in the damn pool. Jerking off. Yeah, but... People say, oh, well, it's the comfort of his pool. No, he's in the hotel pool. Resort pool. Yeah, forcing throwing women in there, touching them inappropriately. Grinding up on women. Like, it just, man. What? Damn, did that hit really change him? That one hit by, what was, when he was still on the Steelers? Yeah. Ever since that hit, he was never the same. Maybe he was. Huh? Maybe it's always been like this. Maybe. Shit, man. He's just a wild boy. Wow, and what's crazy is the team might sign him. That's the wild thing about it. They might still sign him. And he might still do good. Oh, no, they're not doing that. Not now, not now they're not. Hell no, they what won't. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, I'm just saying you never know. They might some crazy team. After what the stuff? No. Now? No. no. They got enough problems with CTE. Oh, yeah. And concussions. You think they want to bring somebody in that can do it by himself? Yeah, I just... No. No. And I think that was his yeah. life. When he, when he burned that bridge with the butts, when he just literally took his shit off and just... Started jumping in the air with his shirt off. I was just like, "I wow, okay." I mean, still make excuses for that shit, nigga too. That's the wild part. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. Niggas really make excuses. I don't get it. Me neither. I'm not gonna try to get it either. Shit, stupid of me. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, what else? Uh, World Series is now in play. Mm-hmm. You got the Astros and you got the Phillies. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. See the times where I start checking in. Yeah, same here. Oh, well, we got, not checking in, but actually watching. Watching. Oh, we got to mention one thing that what other shit that happened during the Niners game. It was a reunion. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and they wanted to have a reunion of the what the twenty twelve the twenty thirteen Super Bowl team. Yeah, ten year reunion. Ten year reunion. Harbaugh was there. Well, the basically the twenty twelve uh, team. Yeah, Harbaugh was there. Some other players were there. 
like bench players, not bench players, but you know, but Kaepernick wasn't there, Frank Gore wasn't there. I was like, and in my mind, I'm like, for what? We didn't win it. <laughs> like, what was the point? Like, for what? I know it's been ten years, which is wild to me, but I'm like, for what? And then you embarrass, then we fucking lose in great fashion in front of them. Yeah, just like Harbaugh, so I guess it makes, I guess it makes sense, but whatever. Man, if it was, if they had just listed it under anything else other than Super Bowl team. Could have just said a union. Just the 2012 teams coming back together just to fellowship. Yep. That would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, yes, there's only one Super Bowl winner, but there's really no shame in losing to the team that won the fucking Super Bowl. There's only two other teams that got the the conference uh, banner. Mm-hmm. So, in hindsight, they, and, and people will be like, oh, well, you shouldn't be celebrating. Look, there's only two people that got that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, if you want to come back and say, yes, this was an accomplishment years down the road, sure. People get mad when it's you try to make it, you try to lessen the blow in the championship, and it's like, well, we did this, and it's like, you can't do this in present time. Nope. Let some time pass. Mm-hmm. So, if they want to do that, fine. But the 2012 team that went to the Super Bowl? No. No. Nah. I like that. No. Dead ass. We fucking lost. When you, all you could have done was run the fucking ball in. Yeah. But no, you want to throw the fucking crab tree. I'm never letting that shit go. That's the one thing I'm not letting go. Is that those those moments, you could have ran it the fuck in. If I ever meet Kaepernick, that's exactly what I'm going to tell you. Why didn't you run it in? <laughs> I know Black Power, all that shit. Nigga, why didn't you run it in? Just grabbing by some. Why don't you running in? <laughs> Whatever. Sounds like you're getting irritated. A tad. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Not this year. Not this year. No. Yeah. Anything else? Um, the whole week of basketball went down. Yeah. Mm, fucking, you know, Warriors had their um ring ceremony. Beat the dog shit out of y'all. But. Sky's blue. <laughs> Sky's blue. <laughs> yeah. You say? I don't necessarily count it be beating. The final score wasn't the tale of it. Uh, it was the Warriors doing what the Warriors do in the third quarter, and then they had to play the other three quarters. Yeah. So even with a, a, a Lakers team that looks like that, I wasn't too upset. I was like, okay, it's the Warriors. That's what they do in third quarter. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Still held their own until uh, point. Yeah, then the second game happened. Clippers. <laughs> um, it was like, okay, Russ looking like all first team defense? What the fuck? Because <laughs> legitimately, he mm-hmm. had two He had two straight stops on... They tried to get the ball to Kawhi. Uh-huh. And he just got him. Like, he positioned himself, got Kawhi out. The very next time that Kawhi got the ball, he forced Kawhi into a uh, travel. Oh, wow. You're like, wow. Russ is doing something. Then... I saw the stats for his offense because I didn't watch the game in its entirety because I was out uh, at dinner with Hildren. Yeah. Came home and was like, wow, he's really playing great defense. What else has he done to keep him in the game? And you realize that was all. Because on the other side, he was 0 for 11. (laughs) And I said, oh. Okay. All right. (laughs) Third game happened. Uh Uh-huh. Don't even ask me about that. I thought they were playing at 630. (laughs) So you... You yeah. can understand not necessarily my shock, but when I look down on my phone, I'm in football mode, and it's like, uh, what was it? Jeremy Grant secures the Blazers' win on a layup. And I'm like, wait, they played right now? 
And then I saw the, and I guess because it was a close game, and I saw the highlights, it was like the final seconds, and Russell Westbrook, instead of passing the ball to LeBron, he wanted to be a hero. Nope, you have it all wrong. Oh, what happened? That context of that is all wrong. What's, it ain't even about LeBron. What's the context? It is about common sense. They were up by one point with 27 seconds left, and he shot the ball with 18 seconds left on the shot clock. Why did he do that? It ain't got nothing to do with LeBron. He could have passed it and to... And LeBron, yeah, because I saw the... I he could have passed it to the ghost of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, for all that mattered. It still would have been and a better And LeBron option. had that look on his face, like, why did you do that? And then he had that... He was like, why did you do that? And he was like, fuck my life. He had that fuck my life look on his face. <laughs> like, wow. And I was like, why, why, why did he do that? I told y'all at the start, don't ask me anything about the Lakers. I know what they are. And now people are like... And now fucking Laker fans are like... Shouting at him, saying that he's trash and shit like that. And I won't go that far. Mm-hmm. I'm still not going that far. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, I knew exactly what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Anybody else that thought otherwise, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you just have some some high, dumbass hopes. Because <laughs> I said, as constructed right now, this ain't you it. You said, knife seat at best. Yeah. Play in, knife seat at best. Yeah, as constructed. It don't look good. 0-3. <laughs> It, it does not look good. And they have a hell of a stretch the next seven to nine games, I think. Mm-hmm. It don't look pretty. Sheesh. Meanwhile, they got to try to find something to do to not be at the bottom of the barrel and go last because we don't own our draft pick this year. Mm. We get one, but mm. we don't own it. Huh. Meaning that they lose out and they become the worst seed. Uh-huh. And they get that number one pick. We ain't getting no victor. It's going to the Pelicans. You put that 7-4 guy next to Brandon Ingram and Zion. That's the Monstars. Yeah. That's some high. Hit so them high. Hit them high. It ain't even a fact of, okay, just try to lose out and we'll try to. No. You, you are fucked either way. <laughs> I don't know what the front office was doing. I mean, you know, Rob Palink is that guy. I get it. Uh-huh. And it was a good. Again, I praise the signing of Patrick Beverly. I also said this to a friend. Patrick Beverly can't be your biggest signing of the offseason. He really couldn't. He really shouldn't have been. Like, Patrick Beverly as the fourth or fifth biggest signing of the year, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm all in. Because uh-huh. that means you had some big moves. No. I, I'm, I'm good with the pieces that were brought in, but they didn't do much to really alter. They added role players, which is great. You needed role players, but uh-huh. it wasn't anything. Like, they added some strength. Like, okay, this is a, de- a definite. Well, fuck, you just adding a definite. They didn't move Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You, you guys had and all. And he's, now he's taking the stance of he's. He's trolling in the media. Literally trolling to be there. He's like he's like literally like he's, toxic. Yeah, he's not engaged now. So now it's a matter of, okay, now you got to do something. You have to get rid of him. You had all offseason to get rid of him, and you did not get rid of him. Yeah. Then you got Utah, who was trying to tank to get Victor, and it's like, oh, shit, we're 3-0. Danny Ainge saw that shit, and he's like, oh, no, get the Lakers back on the phone. We'll take Russell Westbrook. <laughs> get these motherfuckers that keep winning games out of here. You think <laughs> no, any, you that think, wasn't the plan. You think any team would want Russell Westbrook? Yes. Yeah, because you could buy him out. Mm. You don't have to. He's on the last year of the contract. Oh, Lakers damn. can't buy him out because then it turns into dead money. Ah, and you won't be, so it, it doesn't matter. You can get rid of them, but you can't use the money. It's dead cap. That's where the Lakers fall short on. Mm. On top of that, you don't want to trade them because I get the fact that you don't want to give away draft picks because we're almost done with the Anthony Davis deal in having full control of our picks again. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these teams want the first rounder to go in. It's like you're just... I get the double-edged sword. On one hand, it's like, who gives a fuck about the picks? Yeah. On the flip side, Rob's looking at it like, okay, well, you ain't asking anybody else for their picks. Mm-hmm. So you trying to tax this. 
Ugh. Bam. It's nasty out here. So as far as I'm concerned, basketball can stay on mute. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> well, goddamn. Yeah. Huh? I don't care. Basketball just going at this point. Yeah. Oh, look at Clay Thompson. He ain't playing basketball. He want to go to the UFC. Uh, that's what I see. He looking pissed off. Yeah, that's what I see. <laughs> I don't see nothing about basketball here. <laughs> he looking pissed off too. Something must have happened. Right, that's why. Like, yeah, that's why. Out. That's why I actually take offense to you playing. You won't take my soul. You came in to saying you get what you get what you deserve, and that left any opportunity open for anything. I told you what was going to happen with the Lakers. You did. That is not the same. We are not the same. No. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> Playing seed. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I don't know what to say. I mean, protect oh, your mental. No, just hey, hey, you don't got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that that's another. That's why you don't play that record when you're talking about the 49ers. I get you. You I'm left. You left the opportunity for for hope. Left the opportunity for hope. What do you mean? You said you get what you deserve. Oh, yeah. That meant that doesn't necessarily mean all bad. Yeah. That's you can hope, still yeah. find a way to pull around to make it exactly. make it a memorable season. Exactly. Ain't nothing memorable about that shit with the Lakers? There ain't nothing memorable. Oh, no, there isn't. But they're still on the second leading most uh, national televised games this year. I'm, so it's all going to be televised. Your demise will be televised. Not on my TV. Not, not on my watch. <laughs> you you said you you can already tell what kind of game it is just by like the first minute or whatever. I remember you said oh, that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I could always tell. Yeah, I can kind of tell that about my Niners too. I could tell exactly after after the first quarter or first series. I'm like, yep, I know what this game's about to be. Mm, okay, <laughs> so yeah, it is. That's the thing. Football's so unpredictable. That you, too. you can't say like I get what you're saying. Mm. You just know your team. I'm telling you, in basketball, there is no you can't deny effort. You either got it or you don't. True. You can switch that shit around in football in the second half because it just takes a few momentum drives. Mm-hmm. Basketball, you ain't got that shit in the first. No, nah, you was fucking around outside the night before. Yeah. That's all you was doing. All right. True that. When's the Texans-Browns game? What week? Like week 11? Uh, December, I think. Yeah, that's going to be a primetime game. Yeah. I bet you that's going to be a primetime game. It'll be the return of the nasty man. Yeah. I just popped in my head right now. Eh, well, we got World Series coming, basketball going, football going. College football. They're about to announce the first ranking of the playoff pretty soon. Mm, yeah, because the fucking, the way the, the rankings are going, the ranking on the Associated Press keeps changing every fucking week. I've never seen that shit happen before. That happens. Like cha- changing ranks like that? It, as that much as it all the time. As much as that be popping up on my fucking phone for ESPN, it was like, oh, look at this great unprecedented change. And I'm like, oh, shit. It may not change to that degree, but, like, you'll get one or two teams out the top four that always change. Mm. Yeah. Didn't Nick Saban say he's retiring? That was was fake. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, that was fake. Because if he was retired, that would have been fucking national news. Yeah. That nigga ain't gonna be. I ain't anything. hear shit about that anywhere. That nigga was up thirty nothing during one of the games, and he got pissed. I think he was uh, like he, he was up during the game. It was like thirty or forty to nothing, and then one of the players fucked up. <laughs> one of the players fucked up, and he just went off. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! This yeah. nigga Clay chopped going off on the fucking ref. He gone. Oh, he gone. Told you he won UFC. <laughs> nigga said, "I got my rings." Fuck you, niggas. Damn. He big mad too. Yeah. Anyway, anything else? 
What else you got? That's it. That was it on my shit. We pretty much touched on everything. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode 279. 278. 278. We're getting close to them 280s. Uh, of the most consistent podcast in the year. Yeah, we good. Give me a hell, yeah. You can always hit us on Twitter. Shout out to Fab. You can follow me, Mr. Busby, at 4 lowercase 8 You can follow us on Twitter at Theological SP. You can always follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense. And, of course, on the Facebook. And on all social media, you can follow me at JC No. It's finally getting cold. I like it. Yes, it is. I like this. Yes. This is my kind of season. I went to like empty out the trash and all that, and I felt like, oh, it's a bit nippy out here. I might need to get a hoodie. Yeah, when I took the took the trash out the next morning before I had to go out, and then every time I go to work, it's still dark. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's that time. So you get, it's, the like, feeling. it's like from Batman when Batman gets his suit out. It's like the hoodie. Like, oh, get the hoodie. Even I, I never stop wearing hoodie. Me neither. Me neither. Well, I actually work at inside. It's pretty cold, so I, mm. I need my hoodie. That makes sense. But, nah, the, that's the problem that fucks me up. I'll be inside all the damn time. You're like, okay, this is a nice degree weather. Walk outside. It's like, wait, why is it 82 out here? What the hell's going on? Make up your mind, Mother Nature. Yeah, but now nah, it's, it's here. I saw the next 10-day forecast. High 60s, low 70s. So don't you change. Keep it the same. Wow. And just to end this shit off, um, Antonio Brown is going to stay with fucking um, Donda Sports. He just released a statement right now. As a president of Donda Sports, I remain. Nobody cares.